Welcome to Words to Live By, a podcast series hosted by the Ronald Reagan Presidential Foundation and Institute. Each week, we will share some of the wit and wisdom of Ronald Reagan. In essence, Words to Live By, made up of radio addresses and speeches he delivered from the 1960s through the 1980s. We are in another Olympic year, with the Summer Olympics taking place this July and August in Paris, France. Forty years ago, the president was excited to welcome athletes to the White House from the Winter Olympics, held in Sarajevo, then Yugoslavia. It was the first Winter Olympic Games held in a Slavic language-speaking country, as well as the only Winter Olympics held in a communist country before the 2022 Winter Olympics in Beijing, China. It was the second consecutive Olympic Games held in a communist country after the 1980 Summer Olympics in Moscow, Russia, the Soviet Union, and of course, we boycotted those, as you recall. In 1984, Seven National Olympic Committees sent athletes for the first time. Egypt, British Virgin Islands, Monaco, Puerto Rico, and Senegal. Not necessarily countries one would connect with winter sports. So a big milestone for those countries. So what athlete won the most medals in 1984? Well, Finland's Marja-Lisa Hamlanen won all three individual races in cross-country skiing. She won the most medals for any individual in the games. And the medal count totally? What country won the most? (laughs) Well, East Germany. Do you remember those days? Yeah. East Germany won the most golds. So they were highest ranked with 24 medals. Then came the Soviet Union with fewer golds, but 25 total. U.S. came in third with nine. Finland came in fourth. So here's a bit of trivia for you. Why? Were the 1984 Olympics so important and different? Well, the answer is, these 1984 Olympic Games opened the door to a new class of athletes, professional athletes. Six months later, when the Summer Olympics were held in Los Angeles, the Soviet Union boycotted the Games in retaliation for our boycott of their Games. So anyway, let's go to the White House. Let's listen to our 40th president welcome these fine young people. He begins by saluting an American who won our first gold medal in Sarajevo. A woman, Debbie Armstrong, won the gold in the giant slalom skiing competition. Let's listen. Good afternoon and welcome to the White House. Uh, Nancy and I just want you to know how proud all of us, your families, your friends and countrymen, how proud we are at the job that you did representing us in Sarajevo. And we're all, we were all watching and were by your side and spirit at least during the entire competition. We're aware of the enormous commitment of time and effort that your participation in the Winter Olympics represents. It's said that in sports it's not just the will to win, but the will to prepare to win that makes the difference. And it took enormous preparation for you to compete, and we're grateful for your dedication. Whether you won or lost, you're now part of that elite group of citizens who represented our country in the Olympic Games. It's a distinction that'll be yours for the rest of your lives. For those of you who won medals, we have a special word of thanks. The competition was fierce, and your achievement was well-deserved. You've proven that a free country like ours 
where support for the Olympics is totally voluntary, can hold its own against societies which subsidize their athletes. And Debbie Armstrong, you not only won our first gold medal at the Games, you're also the first American woman to win a gold medal in Olympic skiing competition since 1972. Your victory was especially sweet. So congratulations to you, and many thanks for giving us all a big lift in spirit, I can tell you. And Scott Hamilton, the image of you skating a victory lap, waving the red, white, and blue, is now fixed in the memory of this nation. <laughs> your battle against a childhood illness, and your commitment to the years of practice and training needed to excel on the ice, now, uh, well, are indeed an inspiration. And now, you hold three world championships and a fresh Olympic gold medal. Getty <laughs> uh, and Peter Carruthers, you've taken another step up from your showing in Lake Placid four years ago. Your silver medal in the Paris competition adds another accomplishment to a great career that's included many national titles and world team appearances for our country. Rosalind Summers, at the young age of 19, took home a silver medal for figure skating, and you add that to the world and national championships you've been winning. No wonder you're the honorary mayor of your hometown, Edmonds, Washington. <laughs> yes, sir. If the burden gets too heavy, just get in touch and we'll talk things over. <laughs> I know there are days like that. But um, I'm sure they're all very proud of you. And Rosalind, with you, Scott Hamilton, and the rest of the fine skaters, America is well represented on the ice. And that goes for all our medal winners. The Mari brothers, Phil and Steve, Bill Johnson, who smoked them, and <laughs> Christine Cooper, too. At this point, the president recognizes other aspects of Olympic competition, along with another important attendee who was the first blind skier to compete. We'll be right back. The Ronald Reagan Presidential Foundation is the nonprofit organization created by President Reagan himself, and specifically charged by him with continuing his legacy and sharing his principles, individual liberty, economic opportunity, global democracy, and national pride. We must remain vigilant and work together to share these conservative principles with younger generations. Your role is critical to move our mission forward. Thank you for your continued support. Please visit reaganfoundation.org give. That's reaganfoundation.org give. Now, Back to the story. In the second half of these remarks, the president reflects on the importance of the events, their hard work, of course, a little bit about the Summer Olympics to be held in Los Angeles, and then he congratulates a skier by the name of Mike May. Yes, the first blind skier to compete in the Paralympics. Mike was blind since he was three. He was playing with a gallon of calcium carbide, the chemical used in miners' helmets, when it blew up. Don't ask me why he was playing with a gallon of calcium carbide. 
That I don't know. But he barely lived. The bottle apparently shredded into sand when it exploded, and he was patched together with more than 300 stitches, but his sight could not be restored. He credited good parenting and good teachers with his adjustment, but mainly said that sports was a wonderful tool for developing mobility. Eventually, he and a partner founded the Blind Sports Foundation, and he worked to make non-traditional sports like skiing, windsurfing, and skydiving available for the blind. And finally, in 2000, Mike May regained partial vision at the age of 46 after corneal transplants and a pioneering stem cell procedure by a San Francisco ophthalmologist by the name of Daniel Goodman. Anyway, enough of that. In the president's diary, he recorded that it was a great night with great kids. Let's listen. All of you here who competed, and those who couldn't be with us, you gave your country thrills beyond description. Most important, you reminded us that the qualities of personal commitment, courage, character, and heart are the mark of greatness in sport. You have your country's thanks and best wishes. And believe me, all Americans, Republicans, Democrats, independents from whatever race, religion, or creed, we're all on the same team in this, cheering you on. This year's winter contests were in the finest tradition of the Olympics. I've read of the warmth and enthusiasm with which the citizens of Sarajevo greeted athletes and visitors from around the world. I'm sure that the people of our country will be equally as friendly and hospitable particularly those in Southern California who will actively host the Summer Olympic Games. I was out in California not too long ago. You undoubtedly read that. <laughs> <laughs> and they're leaving no stone unturned in preparation for the Games. The city of Los Angeles has rolled out the welcome mat, and I'm certain that the teams and visitors from around the world are going to feel as welcome as all of you did in Sarajevo. In closing, I'd like to offer a special note of congratulation to two other American medal winners in Winter Olympic sports, Mike May and Ron Saviolo. Mike skis better blind than most sighted skiers. And your skill and your spirit are doing much to encourage others who might otherwise needlessly limit their own expectations. Mike, you and the other competitors here are testimony to all young people that they should never be afraid to dream big dreams, and they should never hesitate to try to make those dreams a reality. I participated in sports quite a while ago, and today I work a little bit upstairs at the gym and staying fit. Then my other favorite exercise is exercising a horse. And uh, with my experience in high school and college athletics, uh, I know as the years go by and I look back, more and more, I see them as providing just as much education and as much benefit for me in later life than any of the things that happen in a classroom or a lecture hall. And I know in the years ahead, all of you will feel the same way about your experience in the Olympics. So thank you all for being such fine representatives of our country. And thank you especially for being here today. And now, Let's get behind the summer team for the next round of the Olympics in Los Angeles. And again, God bless you all.
I've been elected on behalf of the athletes to say a few words, and it's really a, a thrill and an honor for me to be able to address the president directly. I, my heart, again. <laughs> um, first, personally, I'd like to thank you for calling me after I won my medal. I'm sorry if I was short with you, <laughs> but I'm short with most people. Um, <laughs> I know as, as um, President of the United States, you're also the Honorary President of the Olympic Committee, but I don't think that's enough, and I just hope I'm speaking in the hearts of all the athletes here. We would like you to be a member of the Olympic team with all of us, and we have some gifts for you. First, we have this plaque with all the different disciplines of all the sports and their pins, their official pins, and we'd like you to have this. Well, thank you very much. And secondly, what kind of team member would you be if you couldn't be recognized in the street as an Olympic athlete? <laughs> we, <laughs> we, <laughs> we have this jacket, our official jacket from Levi's, and we'd like you to have that. And also, these pins. This is Reagan. Thank you. And President Reagan. Thank and thank you from all of us for sharing your afternoon with us and for having you. I know it's an extreme honor and a thrill for all of us to finally meet you. Well, thank, thank you very you much. Very much. Well, thank you all very much. We're very greatly honored and. I have to confess to you that I, I once did have some dreams myself, but it was before the water froze. I was going to do it in swimming. I'm glad you're in politics. I got there. But, uh, so finally, I've made the Olympic team. <laughs> Thank you for listening. For more information on the Ronald Reagan Presidential Foundation and Institute, including information on how to become a member, information on upcoming exhibits at the Reagan Library, and more information on the legacy of President Reagan, please visit reaganfoundation.org. And don't forget to like and follow the Reagan Foundation on all social media platforms. Don't forget to subscribe to the Words to Live By podcast in your iTunes or Google Play stores and on other podcast platforms as they become available. New episodes of Words to Live By come out every Tuesday. Like what you hear? Check out our A Reagan Forum podcast, featuring great speeches delivered at the Reagan Library. New episodes drop every Thursday. And don't forget to follow at Ronald Reagan on Facebook, at Ronald Reagan 40 on Twitter, and Reagan Foundation on YouTube. Also, search for us on SoundCloud and Stitcher.